Good morning on this Sunday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you were with us yesterday, we are talking in the book of Mark eleven twenty-two, And we had done several translations uh, to get a picture of what Jesus had said there. It says uh, on most of the translations that we read, it says, And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. The difference is, there's a difference between having faith in God and having the faith of God. And Mark eleven twenty two, in these other four translations, it says, Jesus answering said unto them, Have God's faith. The other translation says, Have the faith of God. Another translation says, Have faith from God. And another translation says, let the faith of God be in you. So that makes a big difference uh, when we read it in that context, because it's talking about using God's faith, not a faith that is natural to us, not a faith that comes by us mustering up enough belief, but a faith that is directly connected to God himself. The faith that he used to create the heavens, the earth, the universe, the ages, and everything else. The very faith that raised up Jesus from the dead. The very faith by which we are born again. It is given as a gift by God. In the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, Paul goes on to actually identify this faith even in a more detailed uh, aspect in the life and in the walk of the Christian believer. And here are some of the translations and we'll get an understanding of it by looking at what he had to say concerning faith. Paul said, I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I that live or I that live, but Christ liveth in me. So he recognizes that he has someone living his life out through him. And the life which I now live in the flesh, we're talking about his physical body and everything else that is attached to it. He says, I live in faith. The faith which is in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I live by the faith that is in Jesus himself. In other words, his faith is what sustains me. His faith is what gives me the capability to overcome all the trials and tribulations, all the persecutions, all the afflictions. And that faith gives me the endurance and the patience to make it one more hour, one more minute, one more day, one more week, as long as God gives breath to that physical body. And he says, I live, which the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Another translation says, I'm crucified with Christ and no longer live I, but Christ lives in me. But in that I now live in flesh, in other words, I I. I have someone living in me, but at the same time, I'm still living a physical, biological life. I live by faith. The faith of the Son of God. 
See, not my faith, but the faith. I live by faith, by the faith of the Son of God who has loved me and has given himself for me. This is where our self-struggle ceases. When we're living by the faith of Jesus himself, and we've already seen in the Gospels how that faith operated. There was nothing that could stand before it. And that's why John, in 1 John chapter uh, 5, between verses 1 and 5, he talks about that he that is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. And when he, we're talking about our faith, we're talking about the faith of Jesus operating through our lives. The very same faith when in the beginning the Word was with God and the Word was God and all things were made by Him. Everything was created through the spoken word of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. It's the title deed, the realistic reality, more real than even the world that we live in because the spiritual world created the natural world. So, here's another translation. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Never, uh, <clears throat> nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I. So he's basically saying, yes, I'm living a physical life, but the life that I'm living is being lived out by Christ himself to fulfill his will, his purpose, accomplish everything that he wants to accomplish through my physical body and my physical life. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live, now in the present, in the flesh, I live that life by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This translation really brings it out. He is literally saying, and we're going to read it one more time. So listen closely. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. In other words, I'm dead because I'm crucified with him. But nevertheless, I live. But yet, it's not I that am really living. But it's Christ that is living in me. The very life which I live now in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, let's look at that scripture and let's compare it to the Christians of the, of the early church, the apostles and uh, the disciples, and then let's compare that to the modern 20th century church. There is a big discrepancy there is a big gap there that is lacking. There is not a comparison 
that we can say, well, at least, you know, we can compare this because there isn't. The majority of Christianity today is lived out by the soul and by the flesh or in the soul or in the flesh. A Christianity that is based on feeling, a Christianity that's based on presumption, a Christianity that is based on not faith, but on presuming to think that I'm believing with my mind and my emotions, but yet it's not faith that is coming out of the heart. The enemy has been so clever to deceive and disguise this fake faith to make believers think that they're believing when in reality it's just a mental assent, a mental agreement. What does that mean? Well, if I was to say George Washington was the first president of the United States, if we were taught history or if we know anything about history or, we, 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 or if we've heard about the history of the United States, then we just assume, <clears throat> because somebody wrote it, he was the first president of the United States. And we believe that. Even though we were not there, we didn't see him, we didn't hear him, we didn't vote for him, but yet we assume, because it has been told us, but see, this is not anything spiritual. This is just something natural. It's given to the mind to accept and to assent, to agree with what has been said. That does not necessarily make it anything spiritual. Well, just in the same fashion as many people may believe that, they'll say, well, I believe in God. But yet their very actions will deny completely that they believe in God. Because they're having just a mental assent, a mental agreement. It's not something that's coming from the heart. It's not something that's been imparted supernaturally by God himself. But it is just a deceptive way in which the devil has construed to be able to confuse people and substitute artificial chocolate for real chocolate, the real thing. It tastes the same, but yet it's not the same. It looks the same, but it's not the same. There is a big difference. Well, the Apostle Paul here really expands it out for us today. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. The life which I now live, all of us are living in the now. If we're not in the now, then we're six feet under. That I live in the flesh, because that's the only way you can live it. You live it in this physical body. You can't be floating around as a spirit or as a ghost of some sort. He says, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I am living the life of Jesus in this physical flesh. 
by the very faith of Jesus himself. Now that really takes the stress, the worry, and the confusion, and the pressure that I've got to muster up this faith. I've got to create it somehow. I've got to believe enough. I've got to believe hard enough. And then it'll kick in and then it'll start working. But the faith of God comes from hearing Jesus. Having an ear tuned into his voice in such a way that when he speaks, the word that he has spoken has the power to be creative. Whether it's something that needs to be created miraculously in the body or healed in the body or a deliverance in the body, especially those that have been affected by drugs, to be able to deliver a person and to heal his body and heal the mind at the same time from all the effects and all the, the, the grip that that vice has had on their lives truly takes an act of faith. That is not something natural. We're not going through some 10, 12, 13, or whatever step program, but it is instantaneously done by the power of God. Here's another translation before we run out of time. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. But Christ lives, liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Another translation. I have been crucified with Christ, yet I live, and yet no longer I. But Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live in faith. The faith which is in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Here's the last translation. <clears throat> My old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah and no longer lives. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God, who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. We'll pick up here on Monday morning. Join us then. But until then, the Lord richly bless you. Keep looking up, our redemption draweth nigh. Amen.